What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Elsa? Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door. It's like you've gone away. We used to be best buddies. Welcome to Missing Frames, the podcast where we watch movies we probably should have seen by this point in our lives. Happy 2018, everybody. I'm Sean Eastridge, your host, and I'm so excited to start a brand new year with you. We watch all the classics, cult favorites, movies, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Princess Bride, Blues Brothers. So we've got to start this year off right. And let me check. What movie are we watching today? Uh, Frozen. Okay. who Whose idea was this? Hey. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's the voice of my lovely wife, Sarah Eastridge. And if you haven't figured it out already, uh, she picked the movie we're watching, which is Disney's 2013 Mondo box office hit, Frozen. Yep. And this is a movie you love. Hey, Sean. Yeah? Do you want to build a snowman? Oh, my God. See, and I knew that. I knew. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. Because I listened to the soundtrack quite a lot. Sarah, I knew you were going to say that. I'm just going to let it go. Oh, (laughs) we're so cute. (laughs) So those, that's the extent of my knowledge of Frozen. That's it? Well, I know there's a snowman named Olaf. Okay. (laughs) Uh, There's a, a girl, Elsa. Yes. Is she the one with the the blue dress? There's like a blue dress and then there's a redhead and there's a blonde. Shades of blue, yeah. Yeah, so there's the the blonde is Elsa, right? And then the redhead is someone else. Anna. Anna. Mm-hmm. Um Anna Monopia. That's all I know about Frozen. And what about the rugged ice man? Uh yeah, you've got to have a rugged ice man mm-hmm. in your your movie. You know who that is? It's uh You know who it's played by? Oh, isn't yeah. it the guy from uh from from Making a Murderer? Not Making a Murderer. Mind Hunter? <laughs> so, oh, happy 2018 oh, they both everybody. Have murderers in them. Come on. <laughs> Give me some slack. So, yeah, uh well, there we Dial go. Dial M for murder. Right. <laughs> so, uh yeah, well, this this is I, I don't know how this happened. But I, uh, I I felt like I was I was picking a lot of movies that Sarah hadn't seen, and I wanted to return the favor. Sarah, what made you pick Frozen? I freaking love this movie. Okay, like unashamedly, it has nothing love to do it. with the weather. It is pretty cold. It's actually pretty cold in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it's shockingly. It's, it's very windy. It's good wind chill. Yeah. No, I just love this movie. There's something about it. It just makes me happy, and it's a great sing along. It's all the things that Sean loves in movies. And you know what else <laughs> Sean loves? Sean loves the nerd party in general. Oh, and yeah. I feel like I always end the shows. I end each episode talking about the nerd party. I'm going to do it at the beginning. I want to make this a habit because I know by the end, everyone is tuning out. You may already have tuned out. You might not even be hearing this. And in that case, 
I I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say. But uh, I want to plug the nerd party a little bit. Uh, it's awesome. There's so many shows. I am one of the shows, but we've got all kinds of things ranging the whole gamut. Is that the right way to say that word? Gamut. It's not gamut. I like Gamut. Gamut. Let's say Gamut. Yeah. Uh, so we've got all kinds of topics. We've got Star Trek. There's a new Doctor Who podcast, which is awesome. And we've got, uh, I mean, there's there so many different things. Covers a whole wide range of nerddom. And you've got to check it out at thenerdparty.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to us, give us a five-star rating. That's the best one, right? I mean, if there's anything better than five stars, give us that as well. And uh, that's just some logistical stuff I wanted to get out of the way. Uh the nerd party is awesome. I mean, what more can I say about that? And back to the show, uh, Frozen is apparently awesome. But Very. I have no. It, it, what's shocking to me is you know pulling over or pulling up box office mojo. This is is like the the twelfth most profitable film of all time. It ranks as the highest grossing animated film of all time, unless you count avatar which is pretty much animated. an animated film <laughs> but i mean fine whatever give james cameron his avatar yeah that's insane. and i will have my frozen right i'm looking at the list so it's topped only by harry potter the last harry potter movie uh age of ultron fast and furious avengers jurassic world the force awakens titanic and avatar the most popular animated film of all time yeah, and Frozen brought us Adele Nazim. Yeah, okay? Adele Nazim. Of, of 2013. Like That's one right. Of That's a the other thing. historic moment. The other thing I know about this is Adele Nazim is in it. Yeah. And she is by <laughs> far mine and John Travolta's favorite singer, songwriter. <laughs> but yeah, that's the extent of my knowledge. That's kind of I don't fun, even though. know if I've heard the song Let It Go all the way through. Oh, you're about to hear I, it. I bet I am. <laughs> I, uh, I I can only be happy we don't have kids because from what I've heard from the people who do have kids, this is a film that is on repeat. On repeat. Yeah. Now, when I was a kid, the movies that I had on repeat were Return of the Jedi and Superman 2. Um, I can only hope that our offspring follow suit. I don't know if I can handle Disney sing-alongs 24-7. Oh, you're in for a treat. I, I was never one of those <laughs> kids. I don't know if it's just a male-female thing. Like, if gir- like girls are more inclined to watch Disney movies growing up, I never really loved Disney movies. See, I was really up. into the Disney princess thing. Yeah. So, big time. So, this for me was like, awesome. I can continue loving Disney princesses. Right. Well, you know what's funny? I missed Wreck-It Ralph, which I, I really wanted oh, to see. I've never seen that either. Yeah, it's like... Uh, so John Lasseter switched from Pixar to Disney Animation. Like Disney Animation was kind of struggling a bit because they didn't know right. what to do and their movies weren't great. So John Lasseter kind of came in and led the charge and brought his Pixar flavor to their animation studios. And I think Wreck-It Ralph was one of the first and then Frozen was like the huge hit. But I did see, I saw, well, Tangled was one of the first two and I like Tangled. Yeah, uh, Tangled great. was great. Uh, Moana I really liked Moana a yes, lot. Yes, me too. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I, so I have you like a strong track record. Yeah. So say. you, you saw Frozen in theaters? Yeah, like twice or three times. Good it was Lord. like yeah, several times. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this about you. Uh, yes, you did. That's why I love the show. I learn <laughs> new things about my wife every time we do an episode <laughs> together. That's so uh, clearly you loved it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it from the second it started. Like, yeah. I'm just a huge fan. It's fun. And I haven't seen it in a couple years. It came out when? 2013? Yeah. So I would say the last time I saw this was like 2014, 2015. Can you believe so. now this movie is five years old? No, it's crazy. You can count 
the with a single hand that takes up a whole hand you can count it's five years old that's yeah. crazy to me and i think frozen too i know it's it happening like, i just don't know when yeah it feels like this movie just came out yesterday i feel like it's it has not left the general like mindset it's everywhere oh yeah i see it like in merchandising i see like little animated shorts before disney movies you know it's all over the place speaking of which uh i haven't seen coco yet but apparently there was a notoriously bad uh olaf short before coco yeah i would love to say i'm really bummed that we missed it so even though we're gonna go see coco at some point it has been pulled yeah they (laughs) took it off because apparently people were very upset by how bad it was i just I can't imagine people being so upset that they would pull it. I feel like we should. If it was not offensive that. or something. We should just watch that. Can we yeah. get access to that and watch that instead? For the missing frames episode? Yeah, we'll just do that. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want the so worst bit of it. <laughs> we're really committing to this. We all are right. all in. Well, hey, we. it's all about, you know, it's not just the classic. It's not just the nerdy stuff. You made me it's watch a hundred apes movies. I, I, I want to point that I out did. right now. And so you're, you're going to watch Frozen with me. You were so like welcome. Well, you know, you skipped the Tim Burton one. So, uh, that, so did you. Yeah. No, I did. I watched oh, it. Well, <laughs> I watched it. Don't worry. I slept you through, punish yourself. slept through a portion of it, but I did watch it. <laughs> um, but okay, cool. So, all right. Frozen. I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. You're don't not know excited. I I, I'm not not excited. I do want to see this. Sean, just let to, it go. I know. I know. I do want to see this. I I have wanted to watch this. I, 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 it's not like I'm like, oh, I hate Disney. I hate animation. I love both those things. It's just, I think it just never, it was never on my list to see. And then it became such a huge deal that it was just kind of like, all right, well, I just don't care. I'm just going to put it out of sight, out of mind. But we own it. So it always felt like, all right, well, at some point, I guess I have to watch this. And what better time than Missing Frames? It's January, so we're pretty much frozen right now. It just feels like it's fitting. But if I had to scale my anticipation and excitement level, eh, I'm going to give it maybe a 3 out of 10. That's too oh low. No, God. I'd say five out of ten. I was thinking three out of five, and then I just said ten. I don't know why. Yeah, I'd say I'd say fifty percent excited. Let's just quit while we're like, ahead. I could, <laughs> I could just, uh, I could, I, I would not have have. Uh, I feel like I wouldn't have missed anything if I didn't see this movie. Like, there's this is really this episode, this missing frames episode is the main motivation for watching it. Otherwise, I probably would never have watched it. I'll, I'm very curious to see what you think. Yeah. I hope I like it. I have high hopes because I feel detached enough from the insanity of it. And I don't feel like it's been overexposed to me. Like the way it has with certain people who are just like, oh, my God, if I hear let it go one more time, I'm going to kill somebody. Yeah. I don't feel that way. So I hope that allows me to enjoy it the way it was intended to be enjoyed. Uh, and that will hopefully... I'm just hoping to to have a good time and like it. I like all the Disney animation stuff. So yeah, we'll see. And Kristen Bell, Kristen Bell, she's awesome. Kristen Bell and the Making a Murderer guy. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> Stephen Avery. He's the star of this movie. Oh, uh, God, and I, I love us. him so much. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and watch Frozen, and we will see you, the audience, on the other side. Oh. <sighs> 
Now available to own on video cassette. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. We just watched Frozen. So, Sarah, I assume you enjoyed it again. I did. Did you notice anything else? That made it a more enriched experience or no, say, I think I had the same reaction to it. I just I think it's really fun and I like it. And okay. I love the music and I was m- like mouthing the lyrics. I was trying not to sing because I did not want to distract you. The first you. thing you said to me was, <laughs> can I sing along? <laughs> I mean, you might as well have been Anna asking if I wanted to build a snowman. I know. So, I was. Yeah. I was lip syncing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I thought it was very cute. Oh, no. I, 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 <laughs> but I, I was so worried. <laughs> but I don't think it's a good movie. No. All right. Turn the mics off. We're done. We're, t- we're, we we're going to fight now. <laughs> we're going to have an, we have to have a family meeting and we'll be back. That's okay. I, yeah, this was, um, it, it's interesting because it was a very weird, it was an odd story. I don't know what I thought the story was going to be. But it felt very weird. It felt strangely paced. And it felt like as far as what they were trying to establish with the relationships and what the the story of the movie was, I thought there was going to be more at stake. And it felt very... Uh, it, it took a while for me to figure out like, okay, what is where is this going? What is the point of all this? And then when I realized, I was like, oh, okay, so it's about this this girl and her sister and her sister is upset it was very like i i felt like it it took a long time to try to like get to the point and then i felt like when it got to the point it was like oh is that it so the whole time i'm sitting there and i'm like there doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like there's anything at stake and i didn't really connect with any of the characters like with tangled i really loved everybody and i really like was invested in it moana was the same thing and with moana like beyond just the the lovable characters i felt like there was something at stake she had to save her people the island she was on a mission this felt like very scattered and but it was sister saving sisters yes which is which is sweet <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet but you know i i I just want to start from the beginning of this because it, okay, it let's is, unpack. Yeah, it. let's unpack this. So we start things off, and they're they're children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Elsa and Anna, and Elsa, for whatever reason, has these powers. She can freeze things, and her and Anna play together. And the movie kind of threw me for a loop right from the get go because you know they're playing together, and Anna is a little uh, more rambunctious. She's a little too enthusiastic, and Elsa is like shooting ice mountains up for her to jump on and Anna's going too quickly and Elsa accidentally hits her right. and it harms her and to the point where it's like she's on the verge of death and her parents bring her to like a troll kingdom and are like please heal our daughter and and they're like the, the trolls like oh I can but I think it's best to erase all her memories of her sister's magic and it was like why why would they do that I that from the get-go I didn't understand I was like why did they erase her uh, uh any memory of elsa's 
magic. I I guess it was supposed to be it's probably because she was the one who was always wanting to play with Elsa with her magic. Yeah, and they I didn't want to have another accident. I understood that, but it also it didn't make sense because then Elsa becomes a recluse and a shut in, and it's like because she, she can't control her powers, right? So it felt a little. Uh, that that I, that didn't work for me. It felt a, like a really awkward way to shut Elsa off and make her kind of a, like tortured, like internalized character. Yeah. But it felt like a very forced way to con- to create conflict between the characters. But it was conflict not because of either of them really. I mean, Elsa had her powers and she couldn't control them. But it wasn't like a, a real conflict. It was like a fake conflict. Like Elsa was basically like, I can't talk to you because you can't know that I have magic powers. And it was like, well, why don't you just tell her and just be like, oh, I have trouble controlling them. It felt like a very flimsy excuse for there to be a division. I'll, I'll concede two. that. It was a pretty flimsy storyline. Yeah. It's like, you know, with Tangled, I don't remember Tangled very well, but it's the story of Rapunzel. So it's like she's in her castle. She's kept there. Like mm-hmm. somebody is keeping her there against her will. Elsa, it's just like, you know, there's the whole sequence where she's growing up and they do the, do you want to build a snowman song? Yeah. And it, I, I, I did not buy that uh like Elsa would just be like, okay, I'll I'll hide my powers, and also I will cut myself off completely. I get what the justification is. I get it's supposed to be well her powers; she can't control them. But it felt to me very much like the screenwriters kind of like we need to come up with a way to create a division between them. And it would have been way more interesting to me if maybe Elsa, her it was kind of like a a, a Magneto and. Xavier thing. I know I'm bringing my nerdiness into this. I'm turning it into (laughs) X-Men. But the reason that works is because Magneto is, you know, he has these powers and he thinks he's superior to human. And Xavier is like, no, we should be with the humans and we should work with them and we're not any better than them. But I would have liked, maybe it would have been better if as Elsa gets older and she realizes I have these powers I can control and it's maybe not motivated by evil, but like... I felt like that would have been a more natural division than something that felt like a, it was like a misunderstanding and then a really arbitrary, like, let's erase all her memories of her sister's magic. And it creates tons of problems for them throughout the movie. Like, you know, it's like Elsa cuts her sister off emotionally and Anna doesn't really understand why. And she's like, I just want my sister to love me again. And, uh, then Elsa reveals her powers by accident and it ruins everything even more. But I just felt like the strain in their relationship was created by something that felt very uh, like a forced plot point. To yeah. Me. It didn't feel very natural. That's fair. That kind of bothered me. Like from the get right so, out the gate, right off the gate. Yeah. I was very like it was like the movie kind of pushed me off. If you were more into the music, you wouldn't have cared, Sean. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the other thing. I mean, the music was fine. Uh, I. <gasps> <laughs> oh I remember. My God. What uh, do you mean, fine? Well, it's so good. I, look, I liked the music. I'm not oh going to get on the bandwagon. I know everyone is. Do you want to build a snowman? No. There are so <laughs> many videos of that. But it's like it's a it's a very good soundtrack. Um, you know, it, it. I liked all the songs. The let it let it go. That was. Again, I thought Let It Go, like when I think of that song, I think of a very emotional like release moment. And for Elsa, it kind of was, but it happens like halfway through the movie and it was her the whole point of the song is let it go oh i can be free finally and it was like it i it 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 just didn't work for me i didn't feel like the emotional build-up for it i thought that was gonna have more of an emotional rush like resonance for me but uh it didn't 
Oh man. Yeah. Uh, oh man. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm That's okay. Is well, it okay? I think we're okay. Okay, we're okay. So that's <laughs> that, so that that's. I I think my struggle throughout the movie was to uh, connect with the characters, and I couldn't because yeah. I didn't buy their motivations, and I didn't buy their relationships with with one another. And it was hard because at the beginning we don't really get a sense of Elsa and Anna who they are as characters. Anna is like, well, you get yeah, that's true. I mean, you get like five minutes with them. Yeah, as you get five children, minutes as children, and then they're separated for a while. Right, yeah. and and there's no explanation given. Yeah. Um, so they have an estranged relationship with no true justification or logic. Um, yeah. And and uh, then Anna wants to get married. Like she's like, I want to fall in love at this uh, the ceremony. The coronation. Yeah. The coronation. Ceremony. Yeah. She's like, I want to fall in love, and she falls in love with the first person she runs into. Yeah. And it plays out later in the movie, like it's like, oh, he right. turns out to be a bad guy. But but like, she also, because of her sister, has had no outside experience. Like she's been in the same kind of boat, where she's been lonely and. Yeah, so, has, but she's been like trapped inside and stuff. I don't think she's been trapped inside, but I don't think I think she's. I mean, they gave the idea that she was isolated and lonely, like her sister. Yeah. So it makes sense that she would. She would just go after the yeah, first guy. Yeah. She sees. So yeah. yeah. So what? What's I'm his defending name? Hans? her. The movie is very weird about it. Like it's like this guy comes out of nowhere. He's like very charming and fun. There's no hint of like any malicious intent. They fall in love and they get engaged immediately, and that's what sets Elsa off. Like they're like, we will you give us. Your blessing. blessing, And she goes, no. And she unleashes her like snow fury, which was again like where the the movie's stakes. There aren't any stakes like they're they're like there are small stakes between Elsa and Anna, but they feel very flimsy. Again, it's like not driven by anything that feels significant. It feels like it's driven by misunderstanding and kind of, uh, again, flimsy character development. I totally agree with you, but I still love this movie. (laughs) Can I say that? Can I be like, yeah, the plot's kind of dumb, but I love it and I love the music and I love the way it makes me feel. That's that. Yeah. um, (laughs) Did you like the performances as far as like the... I mean, the voice acting was great. I loved What's His Name from Making a Murderer. (laughs) Uh, He was great. No, he was... I mean, he was... It's so funny because that was like his first thing that he's credited it is for. very strange that he did he's done this in Mindhunter I know like and two polar opposite amazing in Mindhunter yeah like he, he's he, great he's uh, one of like already like one of my favorite actors so it was fun to have him in this movie so um Adina Mazel and uh, Adele Nazim Adele Nazim excuse me I yeah. mispronounced her name yeah, don't, don't <laughs> and forget. Kristen Bell it's funny because they both auditioned for Rapunzel for Tangled and, oh, didn't, did and didn't get it, but they, I guess, like their audition but it tapes all were held. Out. Yeah, which is very funny. Yeah. But well, that's nice. And yeah. then Josh Gad is in the movie He's as great. Olaf. Yep. And I didn't like Olaf. Oh my God. <laughs> it just annoyed me. It felt like, again, he like improvises most of his lines. Part of it apparently. is just my like really uh, snobby film like like film writer mind i don't have that i'm thinking of it (laughs) i'm really okay they created created the snowman character because they wanted want someone to like have like oh goofy fun punchlines and none of the jokes really worked for me is he like the jar jar binks he felt a little jar jar binksy to me (laughs) i like it felt a little yeah it felt a little forced and then so many of the songs maybe this is what my problem with like let it go was is that you know the beginning with you know do you want to build a snowman made sense and then anna and hans have a song together love is an open door yeah love is an open door good music but it felt like not organic to the story like there were two song 
uh, like sequences that really stood out as like pointless. Like I got that they were like, okay, they wanted to have a fun sequence, but it felt very not organic. And I'll compare it to Moana. Um, so the two I'm thinking of in this movie are Olaf's song, his whole summer song, yeah. which was silly and like stupid because it was like, oh, it's funny because I'm a snowman and I want to see what summer's like and I bet it'll be fun. And I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> and then the troll song when they're like, oh, Kristoff oh, uh, wants to marry yeah, Anna. Yeah, yeah, that okay. was really dumb too because you knew they were going to end up together. Um, and uh, that's Gasp. why, yeah, the Hans <laughs> thing when it was like a reveal that the, and the twist is that, oh, he's evil. That yeah. felt very like forced, like, of course, because she has to get together with Kristoff. Right. But it felt, again, like that felt very unmotivated. It felt like a very forced, cheap way to make it easy for her to end up with Kristoff. Yeah. But the song uh, that the trolls sing, not only does it not really reveal anything about character or push the plot forward or anything like that because we already know they have a thing for each other so it's not like them singing like you guys are gonna get married is anything other than like a goofy like joke fun song while they're like no we're not we're we we're just friends but um the reason i bring up moana is you compare the music in moana i can't think of a single song or sequence that did not enrich the story or did not push it forward the most fun goofy song i can think of there are a couple there's one with that like giant crab yes. uh, and but even as yeah. the crab is singing there's like i i i can't it's been a while since i've seen moana but i know that they're using it as a distraction so that they can get achieve, away like, exactly yeah. to either get away or obtain an item yeah but the the other song i'm thinking of is the you're welcome with um, maui singing you're welcome yeah again it reveals character it's a fun goofy song but it's enriching him as a character it's showing how arrogant he is and it's also kind of building their relationship there were a lot of songs in this movie that isolated are like great let it go is a, a great song but in the context of the movie it felt like they'd written the songs and then tried to fit them into a plot and it didn't work for me did i mean i do don't really i didn't no i didn't see that okay so I'm like just, i see your points about plot being flimsy but as far as song placement I don't know if I agree. Right. So, You're just wrong is what I'm trying yeah, to say. So I'm not I'm not convincing you that <laughs> no. I'm right. No, you're never going to. Man, well, this is a shame. I mean, what's the point of even doing the <laughs> no, show I, if I, I can't will... <laughs> convince you that I'm right all the time? I will say I think this is the first one we've sat down where we've had disagreement. Yeah, like one disagreement. of us has liked it and one of us hasn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to I feel like a lot of people beat up on Frozen. I will say I I'm shocked. Do they? Yeah, people do. And oh, okay. I, but people beat up on Frozen for the same reason they beat up on any uh popular film. Okay. Especially Disney. Disney cartoons have a because they're they you could call them obnoxious because once you hear a song that in one of those movies yeah. over and over again, you kind of it loses its appeal. Sure. And you lose the magic of what made the movie or the song good in the first place. I feel like Disney gets beat up a lot because it's Disney. Disney makes tons of money, so they're a very easy target. And they make very uh, bombastic, very emotional, very simplistic movies. But some of them are amazing. In Frozen's case, what happens is, and you see this happen with a lot of movies that... Uh, uh, exceed expectations in any way whether it's financially critically anything like that this movie has an 89 percent on rotten tomatoes which i i mean i'm 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 trying not to be a jerk but that shocks me because i don't think this movie is very good i think it has a lot of weaknesses from a critical standpoint or just a film and storytelling standpoint but i think the fact that this movie has like 1.2 billion dollars that it is 
you can call it the most uh, uh, profitable, yeah, profitable animated film of all time. That's shocking to me because I don't think this movie is very good. And I wonder, what do you think it is? Like, uh, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people have 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 you know beat up this movie because of things like that. I think a lot of people will say like, will hate a movie like Get Out that had 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for a while because they're like, oh, it's not 100%. It's not that good. You could, I feel like people beat up on Frozen for the same thing. And do you think there's like, do you, if there's any backlash to Frozen that you've heard of, do you feel like it's like people saying things like that? Or have you, like, have you run into a lot of people who complain about this movie? Because I, I feel like I, I probably because I'm hanging out with a lot of guys, a lot of nerdy guys who are like, oh, Disney movies. And that's probably where I'm hearing a lot of this. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on Disney princesses. They were my favorite animated movies. So um, even as an adult, when there's a Disney princess movie, I'm like all for it. And I haven't loved all of them, but I think there's something there for me personally. And I saw like when I saw this at first, I saw it with my best friend, Emily. We saw it in theaters. It was Christmas or a little before Christmas. And we like freaking loved it. This movie so. actually came out on my birthday in 2013. Oh, my November gosh. 27th. Really? How about that? Wow. So I should like it. So... I must not worst have seen birthday it then. present ever. <laughs> I no, hope I didn't ditch you true. on your birthday back in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Sean, let's go see Frozen. <laughs> Happy birthday! No, but I mean, I I have not heard too much negativity about it. Honestly, like when you mentioned backlash, I'm like, really? Because it's made billions of dollars. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, huge, I hear I mean, moms complain, of course, like we it's chatted huge, about. But, but it's like comparing this to like Moana or a Pixar well, Moana film. Moana was great too, yeah. What, what do you think it is about Frozen that... that You got two princesses for the price of one. Yeah, I guess it's a, it is, I mean, it's a very like girl power movie. It's yeah. about sisterly bonds. Kid friendly, adult friendly, great right. songs, but in it, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, the songs, like, I, I will agree there, but it's it, it's tough for me to understand how this movie hooked people. In a way that, like, Moana, you know, it made good money. Moana made good money, but it didn't do Frozen business. Uh, same with any Pixar I, movie from the past few years. Like, it, it's just very, like, I I don't Maybe it's winter. Appeal. Maybe it's the winter yeah, it's the aspect. It's Christmassy, Christmas, Olaf. Everything's covered in snow. I mean, yeah. that's, like, my dream. You know I'm, like, a Hallmark Channel junkie when it yeah. comes Christmas time. So, for me, it's, like, I get Disney princesses. I get awesome singing and songs that I can sing along to later. And I get a winter wonderland. You get winter wonderland. So, yeah. that's, that, so it's got to be, like, the landscape, just the, yeah. the, the fact that you can have two Disney princesses in a single movie yeah. is very exciting. I I wish I liked it more. I don't want to like jump on. A lot of my friends were kind of like, eh. And I was like, oh, well, I hope that because I kind of. That's okay. You don't have to like everything I like. That's exactly right. (laughs) But the point I'm trying to make is that you have to agree with me. No, 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 no. Whenever I think I've established myself as the definitive voice of cinema of this day and age of course that's what missing frames has proven yeah this <laughs> that's the whole point <laughs> is that the internet needs to realize that i am the authority on these things so what i say goes so what do you say about frozen 2 what do you think I couldn't care where do you less. Th- no I mean, I'm, I'm saying where do you think they'll go I, what do you think they'll do? I hope they let it go stop oh. it oh my god i don't know where they go because <laughs> this movie honestly like in all seriousness i felt like this movie didn't go anywhere uh, it felt it, it like was very like I said the stakes are very low. It, 
it was very. The whole town was frozen and people were dying. Well, t- no one was dying. They didn't show anyone like they oh. were shivering. Like they very were like, badly. No, they actually they were like building up like they were piling up wood and they're like oh it's pretty cold out here and it was like oh this doesn't seem so bad uh, and then Elsa like they're like Elsa is evil and but but she's not she's just confused and at the end of course she's like if oh I have to learn to love that's what will control my powers and it's, it took her that long to figure love it out. Love saves the day. Love Didn't always saves the day. Didn't you hear that in I've seen Star the Last Wars? Jedi. <laughs> that was the mor- that's the moral of every Disney movie, apparently. Love will save us all. Exactly. If you make a billion dollars. <laughs> if you're a Disney movie that makes over a billion dollars, that love has, has to, to be the, the moral day. of your movie. Love will save the day. But does it, do you, I'm trying to explain myself and I'm doing a terrible job, which is not a good thing for somebody who is, is hosting a movie podcast. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is it felt like you know, it, the movie was focused on Elsa and Anna's relationship, but the stakes of like Elsa has a power that she can't control and she freezes a town by accident. And Anna's like, oh, go get her. It just felt very, I, I wasn't, I didn't feel anything was at stake really. Like it, I didn't feel like emotionally attached. I didn't feel like there was anything that made me feel like, oh gosh, I hope she succeeds because it was only really about the two of them. And I, because I didn't, feel like I had developed any sort of relationship with those two characters. I didn't really understand them. I didn't really care what happened to them. And the whole movie is kind of hinging on that. They, I think they added the the whole thing of like, oh, she froze her little town to give some sort of stakes. But again, it didn't feel like anything. It wasn't anything like Anna. Anna is just like, I'm going to go help my sister immediately. It wasn't like she was like, oh, what's going on? This is weird. And then she... Uh, like sees people are sick or dying or upset. They're just upset because they're like, oh, Elsa is evil. But Anna doesn't see like any sort of thing that motivates her in terms of like, I've got to help these people. I've got to save the day. She's just like, I'll go help my sister. It's fun. And she runs off and, you know, has her little adventure. And then, no, you know, back, they show the town very briefly, but everyone's kind of like, well, it's pretty cold out, but we'll be okay. And it's like, okay, so nothing is at stake in this movie. Elsa can just go off and do yeah, her Yeah, but you have thing. to think they have no food. They can't get out because of the boats. Did they say they don't have? Oh, that's no. You can tell. I mean, everything shut down, so they're isolated. Yeah. Back up your negativity just a smidge. So I needed to feel a little bit more of the stakes. Then they don't really emphasize that. They (laughs) kind of. It felt very like, oh, my sister's upset. I got to go help her. Like that felt like the the most the highest the stakes ever got. And then you know they fight a giant snowman, which was fun. But no stakes when she got iced in the heart no because i knew she was gonna be okay like it's like she got iced in the heart and then it well did they did bait and switch with the true love they did that was cool yeah. that was that was definitely that was yeah. like oh it's about her sister like it yeah. was a nice little it's not like where, oh of course she has to go kiss the other guy right Duh. it's like no it's sisterly it brought it full circle i thought yeah because it is a story about sisters it is but that felt again that felt like a very it felt like plotty, like very plotty, like, oh, we have to create something that uh, it, it, and it's not so. But this is what every movie does. I'm not like saying like, oh, this is stupid. It's like, you know, you obviously you have to raise the stakes, especially when you're getting closer to the end of the movie. You have to your main character has to go through something but uh, like threatening. But uh, I it felt a, it felt a little too on the nose for me. Like I could see. It's like you don't want to see the puppet master. You want to see the puppet in the show. But I could see the puppet master like, and now we'll have her get very sick because then, you know. I mean, I get it. It is predictable. I'll give you that. It is a little beat for beat. And you're like, okay, and then this will happen. But 
I still like it. <laughs> All right. That's my defense. Well, if I, I got if, nothing, if my, but I like my it. My compelling arguments can't convince you. I don't know what will. No, you make very valid points, but it won't budge me just because I like it anyways. And, you know, I have no problem saying I like things that aren't amazing or critically acclaimed or whatnot. Um, but I don't know. I'm willing to forgive a lot because I just have fun with the movie. Right. Like it brings me happiness. Yeah. And, and that's it, a I good like singing thing, along. I guess. You Grinch. I guess it's okay. So what is, what's your favorite part of the movie? Um, is I there like, anything like you've seen, this is what your fourth time seeing it? Yeah. Something. Four, so five, is something there anything like, like you saw this time that you kind of appreciated more or, um, I will say something that I, thought I noticed but then I had to look it up on my phone because I wasn't positive but just a little like fun thing is that during the part where they're doing love is an open door or I guess it's after that part where they open up the doors for the townspeople to come in for the very coronation. very smart I know right love did is an you open see door, what they did there and they open a door <laughs> but they open it up to the townspeople are Rapunzel and um What's his name? Eugene. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, that looks like Rapunzel. And then I Googled it and it is their little cameo. And I had no idea. So that kind of blew my mind because I feel like I should have known that. Yeah. Um, But that was kind of fun. That is fun. Um, So that was something cool that I noticed this time around. I would say my favorite part. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the let it go sequence. I know you were like, this is dumb. I liked it. No, I liked it. <laughs> I fine. thought it was it like just empowering. Felt, I think and- it, it threw me off because I was I thought it was going to be a more meaningful thing. And I didn't realize it was just her being like, oh, I can just be myself out in the middle of this Nowhere. wilderness. <laughs> I, thought it, I, I thought there was, it was like it was kind of an emotional release. I was expecting it to be a little bit more of like significance. Yeah. It just felt a little. Well, like, I just really okay. like the song. It's, so that was a, like one of my. Song. See, you can tell everything I say. It just goes back to I'm like, well, I like that song. Yes, exactly. I, <laughs> I mean, like the soundtrack. A yes. Lot. Adele Dazeem gives a great she performance. She does. She's I, this, so good. This Adele Dazeem thing. I'm sorry. It's not. I will not let it drop because this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I, I cannot. I could watch that YouTube ladies video and gentlemen if no one knows what we're talking about just please do yourself a favor so Adina Menzel who you know sang the song she plays Elsa in the movie uh she's fantastic and she's an amazing singer so she performed at the Oscars I believe I think so and John Travolta introduced her at the Oscars before she performed let it go <laughs> and I don't know what happened no. nobody knows what happened but he gets up on stage and he's like reading off the prompter and like and it's describing very her. like dramatic and then, he, and then he does this thing where he goes I I'm so excited to introduce you to the wickedly talented <laughs> and he's like selling it and he's like totally <laughs> devoted and then he introduces her and he goes Adele Dazim and I don't know what happened did he have a mini stroke that just like threw his complete like ability to read uh, like out into into the the stratosphere of like he did not I I you have to look it up everybody this is so so Adina Menzel is Adele Dazim to me and I think it's a beautiful thing I think John Travolta is still bringing you know giving us gifts he just gives gifts yeah, without you know, being asked. Gift, <laughs> without being asked, he is giving us so much, so much, and we don't deserve it. And Adele Dazim is, I think, the peak of of his <laughs> gifts. And I think uh, Frozen needs a lot more Adele Dazim. That's what I think I'm missing. Is I, I missed I missed that. Um, so let the Let It Go. That's your favorite. Yeah, scene. I think okay. so. Yeah. Um, and I really liked Kristoff a lot, and I think I have a bias because I. Lo- What's the actor's name? 
Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. Yeah. I think I have a bias because I love Mindhunter and I love yeah. him and Mindhunter. So I think He's that colored it. But I liked his relationship with, uh, what was his his reindeer's name? Uh, Sven, Sven, right? Sven, yep. yeah. I like, they had a cute, I think Sven was really cute. They had a cute little cute. relationship. I like Sven more than Olaf, for sure. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Olaf, he was just, a- Olaf felt a little too like, here's the fun, goofy character who's going to make a Isn't joke. Isn't that Josh Gad, though? Yeah. And I don't want to. Well, uh, I'm not saying that in a negative. Way. Yeah, but yeah. Just in that, case, like, because someday Josh Gad could listen to this. Maybe if, if <laughs> no, if, I love Josh Gad. Yeah, if, like Beauty and the Beast. I mean, if I'm thinking about these, he's kind he, of he like, was great in Beauty oh, and the fantastic. Beast. Yeah, he was. I want him. I and think he's funny. Like, I loved. Uh, do you remember the videos he did with Daisy Ridley where he would try to get yes, her to yes. spoil Star Wars? So funny. that was very funny. So I like Josh Gad. Josh I just, Gad, we love you. Okay, yeah. We love just you. look, be on the podcast, please. Get us, <laughs> get us some traction. But like, I, I yeah, Olaf just kind of. Again, uh, the, the 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 issues I have with the movie are the things it does. I can tell. I can see. Like, okay, they created this character to be the goofy, fun character. They made uh, Hans the bad guy so that she could end up with Kristoff. Just felt everything. Nothing felt beyond surface level. It was very like. Yeah, I would agree with you. I I wanted more. I wanted yeah. to feel emotionally invested, and I didn't. And that means this movie's terrible. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your role's your podcast. That's right. That's right. See, this is what we need. This is what will make everything so much better. Um, Okay. So what would your final rating be? How many Adelta scenes would you give this? Oh, I would give it like four Adelta scenes. Okay. On a scale of one to five. Yeah. Okay. And, And it's like... Minus one for plot because I'm with you. Yeah. I I know I fight back a little bit, but I I agree. It's it's surface level, yeah. some shallow stuff. But I forgive so much because I still connected with it, sure. and I just loved the characters and the singing. Yeah, yeah. Both characters and singing are are wonderful things. I wish yeah. more movies had characters that sing. Well, I think we're heading that direction. I think probably. <laughs> um, I will give it two and a half out of five. So right down the middle. Okay. Um. I just I, I've already explained generous. it. Every, I've already said <laughs> everyone knows. I don't have to repeat myself, but I did. I I I wish I'd liked it more because I don't want to just be like oh frozen. Because again, like I said, I've heard a lot of a lot of my friends, a lot of people in my group have kind of dismissed it and been like, Meh. and I was hoping it would kind of surprise me and that because I didn't have any expectations going into it and uh, wasn't really hyping it up in my mind that it would just kind of be like, Oh, that was actually really good. But it just didn't, I didn't connect with it the same way I did with that. Disney's other more recent animated stuff. That's fair. I just think Mo- Moana is a high bar to reach. I feel Moana like. is excellent. Uh, I, I, I yeah. think that movie's spectacular. Is I really it because Moana. my boyfriend, the rock is in it. That's part of it. I yeah. think the rock is, makes <laughs> everything wonderful, but like even tangled, I just felt like had charm and heart and I, it just, Stuff that I didn't, this movie felt more artificial and uh, calculated to me. And I, uh, and I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, w- what really matters is what you people out there think. Uh, do you like Frozen? Do you want to build a snowman? Yes or no? Tweet your answer to at yay Shondor man. That's me. Or you can tweet to my wife, Sarah. Do with, you want people to tweet at you? You can't. I am on a social media hiatus, but That's right. tweet at me at with love alone and I will check it I'll out in a couple poll. months. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? We should put this poll on the nerd party, which yes. is at join nerd party. Uh, make sure you're following at join nerd party. Again, like if you're not following, if you're not on the nerd 
tons of cool stuff going on. I, I highly recommend it. There's something on there for everybody. It, I mean, we have we even have a podcast. We watch Frozen. I mean, we're, this is Missing Frames. We watch classic cinema, but we're not so pretentious and snobbish that we can't go and watch a popular Disney animated film that has like a huge following. That's what that's what it's all about. Jack of all trades. Even if that movie is not good, we will still watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, this is terrible. Oh, I feel boy. bad. Um, but yeah, so make sure you know you're following us. If if you really if you like what you're hearing, subscribe to us. Give us a five star rating. It gives us a little boost and it helps gives us more helps gives us more of the visibility. See, I can't even talk. That's how excited I am about the possibility that you could give us a five star rating. So please just fulfill that and make me happy. Uh, make me a happy camper. Um, so, so there you have it. Frozen. This is the final word on Frozen. I think we've both given the final words from each side of the argument. And that's all that will ever need to be said again until Frozen 2 comes out, which I have to say I'm not at all interested in seeing. Next year you'll be going with me, though. I know. I'm probably yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Movie right. Pass. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> we, can, we can use Movie Pass. We'll be fine. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Let it go. Let it go With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.